Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for being here. I'm in a great studio in New York. I decided to pop over and do a little wellness check on my best friend, Ray. Number one thing y'all request is Heather. Is he okay? Well, the verdict is no, but I'll let him speak for himself in a minute. He's on his way to the studio now. Just want to give you a little update. What's going on? What's happening? I had a beautiful weekend of shows in Ohio. God bless the Midwest, you know, Columbus. Let me tell you what happened. Great show. Had so much fun. Then I went to Cleveland. Such a blast. I just can't even describe how much fun I had this weekend. I did ask, I requested at the Ohio show in Columbus. I said, hey, Ohio State's close by, you know? I try and learn things about the places I go. Asked, um, asked some people to bring Buckeyes to the shows. I opened the show. I asked, what's a Buckeye? Next thing you know, within, I don't know, 10 split seconds, I had someone throw a packet of Buckeyes, one whizzed by my head, and the next one impaled me in the pussy. So, wow. Yeah, that was wild. Hey, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Ohio. What is a Buckeye, you might ask? Well, it's a nut. I found out it's a nut that is, I guess, indigenous, is uh, local to an Ohio tree, similar to a hazelnut, maybe a Brazilian nut, but it's the mascot of Ohio State. But what I was asking for was the Buckeye, the actual candy, which is a hard fudge outside a shell, if you will, stuffed with delicious peanut butter. Very fudgy-like, very decadent. You have two Buckeyes and you're fully in a diabetic coma. So I just didn't expect it like, you know, when you're like, it's kind of a, a rhetorical question, like, what's a Buckeye? Everybody goes, it's a nut. And then the next thing you know, a woman threw Buckeyes and hit me in my labia, the top of it. I've, I, I haven't peed right. Um, really kind of hit the tip of my urethra. Haven't peed well since the accident. She did DM me. And, I, you know, I get it. She was excited. I just didn't think she'd aim directly for my crotch. And she did. She hit me real hard in the pussy. So anyways, that's where I'm at. Um, Definitely probably going to have to do a culture, just see, even though it was just a, it was an injury. It wasn't like, 
you know, the peanut butter got on my labia. You get what I'm saying. I definitely might have to see um, a medical professional because the pee's been really dripping out. And you know me, I have a very sharp stream. So anyways, that's a personal thing. Just want to let you know, want to update you. Got a lot of DMs from people in Columbus saying, you know, how was your crotch? <laughs> so that's where I'm at emotionally and physically. Oh God, what's going on? Since I'm on one today and I've just been fired up, I want to give you guys an update. Hey, merch, the tour merch. So grateful for everybody who purchased stuff. This stuff is so cool. I haven't even gotten mine yet. When we do pre-sales, you know, with a lot of the cool stuff that I've been given to you, it's a pre-sale, which means it comes out the first week of November. Why do you do a pre-sale, Heather? So that way you're not wasteful. You know what's cool? Saving the environment. I like doing pre-sales on merch because that way I know what you actually want. So you order it early and then as soon as it's ready and it's shipped, it ships directly to you. Okay? So some of y'all apparently were contacting the shipping department and like reported us to PayPal. You've always gotten your stuff. But when it says in bold letters, ships early November and you bought it in August, that's so we can stay sustainable and not waste things. Okay, Claire, you got it? <laughs> Don't be a cunt. Anywho, just want to give you an update on that. Love you. Most 99.9% of everyone is fantastic. And then sometimes you have somebody throw a candy, hit you in urethra, and now you can't pee straight. Or, you know, complain about shipping. Well, also, I don't know if you fucking know this. I'm just really starting off strong today. First of all, the Suez Canal has been like clogged, okay? There's been supply chain things with everything. And I'm still getting stuff to you on time when I said I would. It's sometimes you give and you give to people and they still take and the, the tip of your soul is just fucking on fire. And then I snap. I told you I have two modes. Chill as fuck. Happy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, almost delusional in the sense that I'm a joyful person. And then I snap. Usually anytime I've been hit in the crotch is when I become unhinged. But then today it was just the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake. So that's where I'm at. I'm a little hungover. It's going to be a wild episode. Let's see what Raymond just said. He'll be here in just a couple minutes. So when we bring him in the studio, it's going to be even more wild. It's fun to be back in New York. Popped over here for a second. It's good. You know, the trash is still out. Don't miss the ratatouilles. But I did go down to my favorite restaurant last night. Max's. I'm telling you guys, I don't know what it is, but Max, this restaurant in New York is just, A, it's fucking delicious. Best ragatoni. Ragatoni? Wow. Rigatoni, rigatoni uh, bolognese you'll ever have in your life. But I, I really thought if I were to ever get a tattoo, it would be the addresses. Wouldn't be my dead father's name or his signature or anything for him, even though he's a great man. It would probably just be all the many addresses of um, Max's. They were originally at 50 Avenue B, then 181 Dwayne Street, and uh, now they're at 134 West Broadway. Shout out to my ladies who are running Max's. Truly, if you come to New York, you have to try it. It's fucking fantastic. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Foria. Are you horny? I'm horny all the time, 24-7, 365. My nickname in college was Horny Heather, you know? And are you having great sex? You should be. And we should talk about how great sex is because it can be great and it should be great. Imagine having the best orgasm or sex you've ever had. Now imagine that it could be even better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms, solo or with a partner. You could be in the woods, by yourself, laying on a rock, just having a good time. Or you could be with the love of your life or even maybe just a fuck boy. 
You know what I mean? Boy, that's B-O-I, couple I's. You know, who is Foria? Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Foria makes products that will transform your sexual pleasure, especially if you have a vagina or someone else who loves a vagina or has one. What is an arousal oil? Well, awaken it like a juicy warm-up that helps you get really turned on, increasing your pleasure and deepening your orgasms. Again, partner or solo. You know, it's like, why just have a regular orgasm when you can have a wild one? You know, I think about my sexual prowess. I'm just stepping into it. I'm 34 and we're just getting as freaky as ever. So why not use the Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil, which is a perfect combo for peak pleasure. You know what I want it to say on my tombstone? Here lies Heather McMahon a bitch you enjoyed peak pleasure. Here's the deal. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting www.foriawellness.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash absolutely for 20% off your first order. And I just got to say, if you try the uh, Wake and Arousal oil, you don't even need coffee. You don't even need to wake up. It's like wake and bake, get up. You don't need to get up. You just slap some oil on your pussy and start the day. And that's what we're talking about. You'll thank me later. Again, that's foriawellness.com forward slash absolutely for 20% off your first order. What else is going on? Yeah, it's just good. It's good to be back in the city. You know, I get asked all the time, Heather, do you miss living in New York? Yes and no. You know, there are times I miss the culture. I miss the characters. I miss the food. But, you know, I saw a ratatouille the size of a, you know, a sensible pug today. And he looked at me. We made direct eye contact. And I said, I don't need to fuck with that. You know, it's not consensual. Get away from me, sir. You know, and that, that's where I'm at. I prefer to deal with the moles in my backyard now in Atlanta. You know, Jeff, remember, he didn't know what a mole was because he's a city guy. He only knew what a rat was. And he said, Heather, it looks like a field mouse with a... With a- <laughs> My husband saw a mole in our backyard. He did not know what it was, and he thought it was a field mouse with an attitude. That's what he said. I said, that's not. He goes, it's a field mouse with an attitude or like a field mouse with a problem. I said, you're an idiot. You know, you'll sit on a job site in New York City with rats all around you, but you don't know what a mole is? And then I had to kill the mole with the shovel. I'm not happy about it, but it was eating one of our sprinkler lines. So that's where I'm at, okay? I just need you to know that's where I'm at. I had a crotch injury this weekend that wasn't from sex, you know? Do you know what that's like? Do you know what that's like to hurt yourself in the genitals and it not be from sexual intercourse? That's a wild feeling, you know? That's a big letdown. But I had a great time in Ohio. We'll come back. Absolutely. I'm excited. I have a show in Cincinnati. Never been there either. But man, you guys are just bringing the most, doing the most of these shows. And I'm so, so grateful. Again, you can go and get your tickets to heatherontour.com. We've been having a fucking great time. I mean, truly such a great time. And also, I said this at the Columbus show, but God knows how to keep you humble. We've been selling out all these shows. And then I don't know why, but in Columbus, they decided to put us in the biggest theater in that town. And I sold out the show in Columbus last time. But when, you know, you know your markets, like... Some of y'all are like, why don't you come to, you know, Bakersfield? And it's like, hey, because I know that I have a better chance of doing, you know, really filling out shows in some of the other major cities than I do maybe some of these smaller towns. And it's no hate or shade. You know what I mean? I love a small town. I'm a small town gal. But you have to go where you can get the deals at the theaters. That's kind of how the business side of things work. So in Columbus is a big city, you know, it's the capital of Ohio, but we, they put me in this huge theater and it was so funny because it was, we clearly did not fill the theater. So it was like going on this high of being in Charlotte and Philly and these big packed houses. (laughs) And then 
literally we get to Columbus. And the crowd was absolutely amazing. But it's like this huge theater and we have everybody in the front. And it felt kind of like a pep rally. And the crowd was wild and everyone was drunk, real drunk. I mean, Columbus brought it. And then they were just throwing Buckeyes at my crotch. And I was like, this is fucking great. And this is why I do comedy. And then in Cleveland, I just, I don't even know how to say this. Cleveland was great. Not There's nothing about the audience. I kind of just am in this personal space where when it comes to art, if you will, when it comes to comedy, I don't know why I started to give a fuck about what anybody else was thinking. And, you know, I've been watching a lot of people's specials and I know that my brand of comedy and what I do and, and how I think and how I write is totally unique to me. And I don't know if I started to get a little like, <sighs> I don't know, what am I trying to say? I think I I just for like a split hair, a split second was like, I need to be doing something a little different. And then I was like, what the fuck? No, Heather, stay in your lane. If there's any advice, life advice I've ever given you guys that stay in your lane, find out what you're good at, focus on that and just go out 400 miles an hour down the Autobahn and just fucking do it. And when I got to Cleveland, I just started ripping some new shit on stage and it felt so good just to not care. Like I was caring too much about how the art looked and how it felt. And I was like, I want to just have fun. And I want to just, I mean, I have fun at all my shows, but I was like, I want to just try some new shit and see what happens. And it was so great. And I've been in my head about stuff and, you know, I'm gearing up for this big show, this big run of shows in New York. And, you know, when you play New York and LA markets, I I hate to tell you this, but there is a pressure within the business of like, who's going to be at the show? (laughs) So, you know, my team, my agents, all this shit. Okay. They're like, we got to invite these special people. And I'm like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if Oprah herself, I love her to come to my show, but guess what? You invite these really fancy, famous people and they're no shows. Or like you invite these fancy people from like networks and what do they do? They send their six assistants because they're not going to fucking come to a show. And it's just this wild world of me constantly being like, I know my audience. My audience is down ass people who've been there since the beginning. And there's like, you know, you try and glamorize comedy, but comedy is not glamorous. You know, you have people like, I don't know who, you, you know, you have the Kevin Hart's of the world where he's like, I'm doing rock star comedy shit. Listen, I'm still a bitch who thrives at an outlet mall. Am I selling out shows? Yes. And it's so fucking amazing. But let's not forget where we came from. You know what I'm saying? So I being back in New York, it's just, it's been, I've had a, like a range of emotion. Like everything has to be perfect. The timing has to be perfect. I've got to get this. No, I have this tight set, but I'm like, no, I want to add in some more like creative stuff as it's coming to me. And I finally today, I just said, fuck it. I'm just, I am, I've got to get back to like enjoying and not being in my head about, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I want to, what makes me giggle makes you giggle. And I'm so grateful to y'all who are the OGs who are coming to shows. And then when you bring new friends and we've just built this really cool community. And I just want y'all to know if you're like, Heather seems like she's been unhinged recently. It's because I have been. Because I've been weighing too much pressure on what these people in the industry think. I don't care. I'm just saying it right now. I mean, if they give me a terrible review, I will kill myself. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm kidding. You know what I mean? I'm just, if you know, it's going to be great because the show's great and I'm so proud of what I do. But I think I just started to worry too much about like execs and shit. Like I don't, you know, it is what it is because we're going balls to the wall or as I should say, labia to the lobby. That's the name of the episode. You know, a lot of actors, if you will, you know, they don't tell you how things work in the business. But I put my blood, sweat, and tears into my comedy, my stand-up, my scripted shows, and I need this shit to get picked up because I'm proud of what I do. And eventually, 
I'd like to build a studio outside of my mom's basement. You know what I mean? You feel me? You get it? I hope you understand. And I just kind of quit worrying about what anybody else thinks. Because you know what it is? So I'm really talking about the industry, and I don't mean to, but this is just where I'm at. I mean, you guys have followed along. You know, when you're in comedy, you always create your own shit. I'm a creator, a writer. I've always made my own way, made my own shit. And so it's really hard for me, I think, now on the other side of it to now where it's like, like I have to worry about people's opinions or I have to worry about somebody else making a decision because it's always been in my control. I'm like, either I fuck this up or I don't. It's on me. And there's a lot of pressure there, but I also have other people like working for me now. And I want to be able to have longevity in this business so that I can, you know, keep people employed. But I just have had to be like, get back to my roots. Like what brings me joy will then also bring y'all joy because you can see it. Because if I'm happy and we're, and, and you know, I don't know, it's a spiraling effect. What about the fuck am I talking about? Y'all, I'm sorry. Do you understand? I hope you understand. But if this relates to you in any way, get out of your head and just do what makes you happy. And then the rest will follow, you know, because the moment you stop being authentic to who you are and you try and please somebody else, God will humble you so quick. He will literally put a buckeye, a candied buckeye in a, one of those t-shirt guns and shoot you right in the crotch from the windows to the walls, to the sweat drips down my balls. <sighs> God. Labias to the lobby. You know, balls to the wall. But for us, it's get your labia to the lobby. We've got work to do. Get your labia to the lobby. That is fucking great. You know, and then as soon as I doubt myself, I come up with these fucking catchphrases and I think, why am I not doing more in advertising? <laughs> Let's add another thing to the plate. I'd be a great copywriter. I'm just saying, you know, Kellogg's, get your labia to the lobby. And that's where we're at. But anyways, don't doubt yourself. Don't second guess yourself. You got to live, laugh, love. You got to do what makes you happy. You know, it's interesting being in comedy. And I got really, like I have all these, you know, male comedy friends who I love and adore, but I was just like, man, I need to, I need to just focus in, like reflect inward and just, again, do what brings me joy and not give a shit. But, the, you know, it's now that the stakes have been raised a little bit, and I'm so proud of the work I've done, and I'm so proud of the shows, and I'm so grateful to each and every one of you, but I've just put this, like, weird societal pressure on myself, and I'm like, fuck it. Let's giggle. You know, life is short. You know, you could get an injury to your urethra. Oh, my God. Hold on. Forgot to tell you. In Cleveland, at the meet and greet after the show, a woman was there. Gorgeous, stunning. Loved her. She said, Heather, would you sign my pee bag? I said, huh? She had a urine bag, like a catheter. Her baby, she was pregnant. And there was something about the way her baby was sitting on her bladder or maybe her kidney. She had a horrible kidney infection. And she's had to have a catheter pee bag and we'll have to have one. And her baby's not due till February. Are you fucking kidding me? We were talking after the show and she was just like, I, you can't make this up. She's like, I got a terrible kidney infection and now I have to have a catheter. And she was like, I would. And then she went to go like have me sign her urine bag. And then she was like, oh, it's full. This is going to get messy. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Every time I meet you guys and you tell me shit like this, it just constantly keeps pushing me towards a surrogate. You know what I mean? I can't even handle a white wine hangover. You think I can handle being pregnant? Although I was having, again, during my existential crisis in the last 24 hours, I was like, fuck, 
can you imagine when I do get pregnant? Content's going to be fire. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up that I thought that. But I don't, I do not, I just felt for this woman. God, women are strong bitches. I just couldn't believe it. She's like, yeah, I have to have a catheter. She had a great, like a really cute, silky animal print skirt. I mean, just looked all up. You would have had no idea. She's like, it's taped to my leg because my baby is crushing my kidneys. Fucking crazy. Shout out to all the pregnant ladies out there who come to the shows. Again, I've told you this. I'm ready. If you want me to deliver your baby, I'm here. Ready. Gloves on or off. I'll, I'll do a home birth. I'll be, you know, we can do it in a kiddie pool in your living room. Just let's, I mean, let's actually, for insurance reasons, I feel like, you know, in liability reasons, we should have a medical professional there. But I'm just letting you know, if you if you want me to, I'm ready. Because I'm very upset that none of my other friends have asked me to be their doula or midwife. Okay, Ray is coming into the studio. We are going to get into it. We're going to do a wellness check on my dear friend, Raymond Padilla. Love you, mean it. And without further ado, welcome to the studio, Raymond Padilla. I love Modern Fertility. I am so glad they're a sponsor of the podcast. They've basically been holding me together. Because why? Fertility is important. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you hit 34. You didn't realize you had no eggs left. Okay? And then you were smart. You got Modern Fertility. And they send you a kit. And you do a little finger prick at home. And then the next thing you know, you ship it back to them. And you find out, hey, maybe you should get on that freezing of the eggs. Maybe we should gird our loins and get this shit popping if we want to have kids in the future. I am obsessed with Modern Fertility because it's traditional testing with your doctor could cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159. That's a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. If you want kids today, maybe later on, maybe never, at least know what you're working with. And modern fertility is awesome for helping you figure that out and just kind of being a guideline to your future of children. Right now, modern fertility is offering our listeners 20 off with your test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. I feel like I'm on like, what's that? Oh my God, what's it? America's top 40 with Ryan Seacrest. Wait, you <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, raise the studio. You feel like you're on Ryan Seacrest, American Top 40? On air with Ryan Seacrest. Have you ever watched him like interview people? Yeah. And it's like this with the thing and the thing. This is just called podcasting, right? I know, but I just like, <laughs> I don't, you know, so many lights and so many cameras. I know. Well, we're in a new studio in New York. Okay, Ray, how you doing? You know what? This week, better. Okay, great. But last week, not great. Horrific. Okay. Why? Because the barometric pressure was weird or what did you feel? I think it was just like, I'm still trying to figure out the autumnal wardrobe here. Uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Because it's freezing in the morning. Like yeah. my nips could cut ice. Right. And then by noon, I'm drenched in sweat. Yeah. Covered in sweat. Soaked through a coat that's going to cost me $80 to dry clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then by evening, I got to throw back on the sweaty drenched coat because I'm freezing and I'm just going to get pneumonia. Oh, today was a little bit of a clusterfuck. And that's just, that's truly New York. You know, you're wading through the trash and then you're like, do I need to wear combat boots today or do I need to wear you know, Adidas slides. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and also I'm just like, you know, I just, I've been going too hard. <laughs> okay, we got to backtrack. Last night, 
Ray and I did one of those typical like college New York tie one on. I fell back to my roots. What are these phrases? Tie one on behind the sticks. You're just like dropping all this lingo I've never heard you say before. Ray, what do you mean? Okay, okay. First of all, I used to bartend in New York. When you're behind the sticks, that means you're behind the the bottles, okay? Uh-huh. The well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the well is? It- no. Okay, the well, when you you say, I want a well drink, it's the speed rack that's down. It's okay. the cheap stuff. It's, it, well, not all. Yes, it can be. But it's, it, okay, so there's a thing called a speed rack. So when you're a bartender and you're looking at the customer, there's just the, the rack that's right in front of you that you pull from above uh-huh. or below. Uh-huh. The, that's a speed rack. Okay. And we also call it the sticks. So if you were like, hey, when was the last time you were behind the sticks? It's like like mixology lingo being like, I haven't made a, you know, I haven't made a Manhattan in 10 years. Okay. <laughs> so last night we went to this great bar. What was it? 310 Bowery. Yeah, 310 Bowery. And we met this amazing bartender, Crystal, and she was fantastic. And, you know, we're sitting. And then the next thing you know, we're just ripping shots. Ripping shots. At a, after midnight. After on a, midnight on, on a, a Sunday. Sunday. And like, who are we? We had already had a bottle of wine and a cocktail at dinner. And a limoncello. Uh, well, yeah. Oof. And we had wine at lunch. We had to split a, a bottle of wine at lunch. Oh, I was hammered by four o'clock. Yeah. And then I went, took a nap. Perfect day. Yeah, it was a great day. It was I'm, a great day. I'm so grateful you came. I'm so glad to be here. I'm but, so glad that I just had to tell you I was about to jump off a bridge and then you finally showed up. You know what? I just told the listeners just a minute before you came in that I was teetering on a nervous <laughs> breakdown as well because of the societal pressures and pressures of the entertainment business. But now you get it too. Uh-huh. You're under a lot of pressure, right? Yeah. And I think as your friend and as an outside person looking in, you know, you made this big life move for your career and, and wanted to have a new, you wanted to have a new uh, experience. season of your life. Experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now you're getting here and you're kind of in the thick of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Then the rest is still unwritten. Yeah, the rest <laughs> is... <laughs> The rest is still unwritten. Yeah. Natasha Bedingfield, is that it? Yeah. See the words again. Uh, yeah. Can we sing? Do you have the rights to that? I don't, I don't, I don't do we need the rights? Do you want to know something funny? What? That's my wake up alarm song. That is? Yeah. And it has been for like years. Years. Wasn't that the theme song to the hills? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. What would my, what should my wake up song be? Oh, that's a good question. Move, bitch. Get out the way. No, it's too aggressive. You want something that's like a little bit cheesy. And ins- I believe well, that's me. If you wake up like, ah, like you're going to be like that all day. Yeah, that's right. I do believe the kind of energy uh-huh. that you bring into the day yeah. is how you finish oh, And that's day. what I told you last week. I was like, I've really been going through it. I've been going too hard. I'm just, this week, I'm just going to have a positive attitude instead of being the cunt that I normally am. See, I came in cunty to this episode. I did because shit hit the fan. There was, I got 15 fucking emails about shit that to me is trivial and dumb. And I was just like going in. I'm just, I don't know why. It's just been this weird energy. Maybe it's being back in New York. And maybe Mm. that's why you're feeling the way you are all the time. Mm. Because it's that New York energy. It's like, I have to do so much fucking shit to keep my head above water. Totally. But then it's like, how do you fulfill yourself emotionally? You know what? And I just haven't found my like, Self-soothe. I don't know how to self-soothe here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And instead, I just went, I got a little lost in the sauce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know how a baby self-soothes? Sometimes my friends will put like the pacifier or you take like a wet washcloth and you put it in the freezer so it's cold. And the baby sucks on it on their gums. I think you need to do that. But like, you know. No. A cold bottle of In Pinot LA, Grigio. when I was having a moment, I was just like, I w- it was very sheer Horowitz. You know what I mean? I'd drive to the Century City Mall. Yeah. I'd put my headphones in. I'd roll calls, answer emails, and just walk around. And yeah. like, think about whether or not I love Josh. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like- <laughs> Do we ever really talk about the fact that she ended up with her stepbrother? But yeah, stepbrother. Half would be worse. Because yeah. then they would be they'd sh- have the same blood. Kid. That would be incest. <laughs> 
while we are firing on all cylinders after ripping shots till one in the morning. We literally met for lunch and I was like, Ray, I'm not okay. I honestly haven't drank with you like that in a, a long time. Well, we're going to do it again tonight. Well, obviously we have a whole thing. I was, I have it all, you know. All planned out. Ready to go. Okay, what, what are our plans? So we're going to dinner. Ruby, we're going to eat pizza. Ooh, Ruby, Ruby Rosa. We're going to go to Ruby Rosa. Love it, love it. I've like actually become like a local there. I love that. Great place to be a local. Honestly. Where's the place that you want it? But we're trying to get in a Via Carota. We would just like. Yeah, or Don Angie. Or Don Angie. We would like to be locals there, regulars. So if you would call us back, that'd be great. That'd be Fantastic. That'd be amazing. I've actually Thank been you. to Don Angie a couple times, but it, yeah. that's a real hard, that's a real tough egg to crack. You know what I mean? Do you know I've never been able to get into the Ralph Lauren Polo Bar? Never. Oh. I've tried to make a million reservations. I have called, I have used every name. I've been like, it's Claudia Schiffer. I'm like, it's Howard Stern. <laughs> it's <laughs> Howard Stern. I don't like anybody. I've literally called to pretend to be other people's assistants. And I'm like, it's, you know, yeah. Michelle Obama. And they're like, we have no, no. openings. <laughs> and I think it's because they have a caller ID and they yeah. know it's me. Well, you know what you should do? You should just surprise them with a dead person. Oh. You just really throw them for a loop. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just see what happens. But who's like an appropriate dead person? Like you can't oh, be too know. soon. I don't know. You know? It's Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do you say? If you're the hostess, you're like, Sure is. <laughs> Come on in. You know what I mean? You're not going to like, yeah, it's Amy Winehouse. That's well, great. I mean, if honestly, if someone came up to you and like, oh, I'm I'm Amy Winehouse reincarnated, you'd be like. They might be. Because like that's, you know, yeah. I mean. Rest in peace. Make sure rest in peace. Yeah. And power. And, rest in power. And honestly, another bitch. Gone too soon because she. Got, got taken advantage of by she, them. She got taken advantage of by the system. And that's why I keep saying, I was really on a tangent before you came in, just like. I was like, I'm just too worried about what the fuck these people in the business think about. Like, I just need to get back to my roots, which is dumb giggle shit. Yeah, correct. And I feel like you need to start being the Britney and stop being the what's his dad's Jamie. The Jamie? How yeah. would I ever be the Jamie? Well, because you're like oh, trying to control it. Yeah, you're trying to control everything. I need to start doing fucking twirls uh-huh. in some Sophie shorts and a I fucking. I mean, let's crop go top. get a, let's go get a tramp stamp tonight. I'm dying for one. Mm-hmm. I just told them earlier, I said, I would probably, the only tattoo I'd ever get would be Max's addresses. I can't even remember my and, apartment address. In what font do you think? <sighs> Cosmic Sans Am. <laughs> 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 if you, listen, you want to know how you're a bad bitch? If you get a tattoo in Cosmic Sans Am, that shit is no regrets. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when you need to check your best friend into a mental facility? When they get a tattoo in Cosmic Sans Am. <laughs> Sans Am. Times New Roman. Oh, that makes it better. No, but like a gothic font, maybe. Right, because I can pull off gothic. Well, we don't know. I could do like an Ariel. You don't think we could give the people freaking Courtney and Travis, Megan and Machine Gun? Okay, this is actually, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh Because I've been thinking about like, what if I just did like a little rebranding for like a day, 24 Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. What if we went goth and like just tried it? Like leather, do you think, I think we could pull it off. I think we'd actually be, Really fucking sexy. Yeah, I think we'd be great. I think people would love it. But here's the thing. I have warmer I don't know if I could do it for all the time, though. I couldn't do it for seven days a week. It's wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. People act like— It's really tight. It's very tight. Combat boots are—you never break them in. Also, I feel like I'm constantly, like, accidentally bumping into myself. So just all the spikes— there is a lot of spikes. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of mesh webbing and a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. I like to be cool, loose, and comfortable. That's true. That's why I wear like nice silk button downs. And then if I want to get a little sexy later, I unbutton and show a silky 
you know, sexy bra underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, you like to let it loose, show the pearls, yeah. show a little chest hair. Yeah, I got, yeah, I do. Dude, it would like, be far too many bodysuits. We'd oh, both end up in yeast with yeast infections. Yeah. Because it's a tight bodysuit. But we're used to wearing tight clothing because we're used, you know, the body, the well, shapewear. Right, well, also, yeah, that is true. We, yeah, right there. You know, the ladies are going out when all the girls come on. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> They're coming on tonight. <laughs> My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Honestly, oh. That's the other thing. Moving to New York, like, these gays aren't ready for my jelly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Like, every party I go to, they're just, like, ripping shirts off. And I'm like, please don't take my shirt off. It's very expensive. And I already lost $1,000 in wardrobe in San Francisco when they broke into my car. Right, when you robbed blind. Watched the unhoused person run away with all my dry cleaning. I just saw something on the internet that the break-ins have gotten so bad in San Francisco that people are just putting signs on their window that says, we have nothing in here. Yeah. There's nothing. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, and they're, because they're just tired of replacing the window. I've yeah. done it. It's expensive. It's not cheap. It's a couple hundred dollars every time. I've had this thought for a while because car break-ins, obviously there's crime rise during the pandemic. Yeah, totally. People are desperate. Yeah. Shit's popping off. We're living in the fucking end of times. But shit was getting so bad in Atlanta with break-ins. And I was like, wait a minute. What if the guy who owns the fucking window replacement shop is the one breaking into the car? You're too deep in the conspiracies. You're no, too that, deep. You're no, too that's deep. not even conspiracy. That's just like, that's supply and demand. That's called business. You know what I mean? What if he's the one just smashing windows because then you got to come to a shop and replace your window? That makes sense. But then if he gets caught, he's literally a criminal. They're already criminals. I mean, everyone's a criminal. This city's a criminal. This city, America's <laughs> criminal. Honestly. Yo, you ever been so thirsty that you're at like a 7-Eleven, you're at a convenience store, and you're like so thirsty. It's like you've been out in the Sahara Desert, you see the horizon, but you're starting to hallucinate. You don't know what's what. And you finally show up to that quick trip, and you go in to reach your hand into the cooler, and you think you've grabbed a beer, but you actually grabbed liquid death. It looks like a tall boy, but it's not a tall boy. And you're like, is this tomfoolery? And then you're like, wait a minute. This is just a really kitschy name for a brand of water that is sustainable. And I'm very here for that. Listen, I freaking love liquid death. Okay. And why is there water called liquid death? Well, because it will actually murder your thirst. You know what I love about their branding? It says they will murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. And you know how I feel about plastic. It's a son of a bitch. It's choking us out, okay? So why not grab a tall boy of liquid death to quench your thirst, bitch? All right, plastic is bad. Also, you can't leave plastic water in your car on a hot day because then the plastic will melt and then your water is poison and then you're basically up shit's great without a battle. I love liquid death. Here's the deal. Drinking water is important. And you can try out Liquid Death, which has their amazing tall boy cans. All you got to do is get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Again, that's liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Or grab some at Whole Foods and 7-Eleven. I love their cans because you can literally just, you can freeze a can. You can just have a delicious, crisp can of water. And that's by Liquid Death. Again, go to liquiddeath.com slash absolutely. Or Go grab some at Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Now, back to the podcast. You know, we were talking about at lunch the other day. We were both having salads, which we were— immediate- What are we doing? We were immediately upset that we were we were choosing health over wealth. Well, and then we got—it wasn't massage. They didn't massage the kale. You know what? If I'm going to get a fucking kale—and it was not enough green goddess dressing. It wasn't. If I order a kale salad, it better be so slippery, slick, wet, just sexual. I want it to—I want that salad to look like it squirted on itself. <laughs> 
dressing. It's squirted green it's goddess so dressing. squirt. Oh. <laughs> but also, yeah. You know, who doesn't love a wet salad? I like a wet salad. Yeah. You know when you go to Sweet Greens, you're like chomped and they're Ugh. like, do you want light, medium, heavy? I'm like, drenched. You know, I, I say heavy, but on the side because then I can control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you and I have self-control. We were ripping shots with a girl named Crystal Bad bitch. She from was West great. Palm. From, yeah, West well, Palm. she's from everywhere. She, she was, was from, from every- Pennsylvania. She was. She from- didn't want us to tell her. Yeah. I said, Where are you from? She goes, I, I can't tell you. She's like, Amish country. And I was like, Girl, own it. Yeah. You've seen some shit. Yeah. She's seen it. She's seen it. She's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. We were ripping shots. We just totally got peer pressured into that. We went for a nightcap. Yeah. Fast forward to, I had three more drinks and three shots. And you had th- two, I think you had three shots too. You know why? Because she was cool and she was great at her job. And we were sitting there and we were just like really having a friendship moment. And, and she was very thin. And she was thin and I, gorgeous. It, you want us to do something? Put a thin person in front oh, of us. Oh, forget it. Forget it. You know what? And I don't mean to be, I am body. Positive. Accepting. Okay. <laughs> but. Sometimes you put a thin person in front of a thick chick. She's going to do it. I'm doing it. And I w- we were saying this at lunch. I said, I am my like young youth. I never felt peer pressure. Like at high school parties, I never felt like I had to try all the drugs. I'm no. like, whatever. I was very confident then. I don't know why now in my 30s, I'm like, if somebody brings out cocaine, I'm like, I don't know how to say no. And I don't even do drugs, but I think it's because when you're older, you're like, I know what can happen tomorrow. Yeah. I know I can get hit by a bus. I'm yeah, I want to have a good time. I want to have a good time. I want to have a good time. Although you can't do like super hard drugs in New York right now because they're all laced. It's really bad. It's I a know. really bad situation. I've heard that. Yeah, it's tough. So can you do like light, light and loose drugs? I think that like, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Do you have to worry about the weed? You know what? I haven't bought any here, to be honest. Yeah. I ha- I've like had... A bunch with me when I came. And Smart. I haven't really been dabbling. I've been hitting the sauce. You've been hitting the sauce. Because I know it's like, you know, it's going to kill my liver, but at least it's, I know what it's doing. Right. At least, it, I, you know, I love a Bloody Mary. I don't. Oh, I do. Oh, the tomato. It's too much tomato. Oh, I like it. I'm very into it. No. That's what I'm going to have. I know I'm going to have a dirty martini after this. Oh my God. Absolutely. I was, like, But I like vodka. He does a gin dirty I martini. Do a gin. I don't fuck with that. I absolutely fuck with Chopin, that. Chopin, dirty martini. You know, if I can get a blue cheese stuffed olive, a la Jackie Schimmel, I will. If not, a regular olive, just lightly, slightly, very chilled. Yeah. Yeah, I'm You know that. what I mean? That's where I'm at. But we really tied one on. I'm sorry to use old-fashioned phrases, <laughs> but we tied one on last night. But it felt good because it reminded me, like, Sunday nights, because when I used to live here and I used to work in the bar industry, Sunday night was, like, my night to party. Oh, because, because you had I Monday worked, off? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I worked on the weekends. And yeah. so Sunday night, we would go out and just crush it. And we had so much fun. And then I went on, I got back to the hotel and I'm Instagramming. I'm drunk Instagramming. I was DMing like other comedians. Saying what? Just like, love your work like a fucking creep. Wait. What? We should DM Cole Sprouse again. Oh, oh Cole Sprouse? I feel he, he might be in New should- York. Or no, are they filming Overdale? No, he's in Canada. Oh. He's back in Canada. Oh, God. But we should. Let's find some obscure people to New DM. York celebrity tonight. Just DM. DM him. Yeah. Like, I don't know who's here. I don't know, like... Oh, like Chloe Sevigny? Oh, yeah, Chloe Sevigny. Sevigny. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Chloe Feynman will meet up with us, but Chloe Sevigny, I yeah. feel like she was, whenever, when I lived here, whenever I was in nightclubs, it was always the the first Chloe. Well, you know, her brother owns nightclubs. Oh, that Well, that's why. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Family biz. One of his one of his bars here is one of my favorite bars. That's where uh-huh. I, you know... Yeah, hang out. Uh-huh. Ray, why don't we do a meetup? 
why don't we get fucked up one night and do a meetup so you can really meet some wonderful friends? Okay. Where? Where's your favorite bar? Why don't you tell locals where you are, your favorite watering hole, so maybe if it's a natural, if they're in town, if you live here, if you're looking for a buddy, you might run into Ray at the following places. If you feel comfortable yeah. sharing your spots. I'm not going to share a bunch, but I would say that my, here's the thing. I think a lot of your audience is straight. Okay. So You th- think? Yeah. How? I just like based on the women at your shows. Yeah, but all, most of the men audience is fabulous. Yeah, but they're not like the, yeah, well, I can't. Oh, what does that mean? Yeah, we just, I can't go into it. Okay. But anyway, oh, I would okay. say one of my favorite straight bars is in Brooklyn and it's okay. called Midnight's. Ooh. Midnight's is one of my faves. I love that place. They okay, play great. really good music. Okay. Uh, to where we're going tonight, I really like, but it just opened and it's like super like, you need reservations. So I don't know if we could do that. I'm not trying to distract you, but I just need you to know that a dog, I just saw a dog go by the window. Is there a puppy in the, oh, hello, who's this puppy? Oh, oh cute. Look at that one, sweet. Look at that one. There's an animal in the studio. This is what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know? I didn't know if I was just so hungover that it was like a mirage and I just saw it. I didn't know, but I'm very into it. Yeah, you're just, in your feels. I'm in my feels. I'm in my feels. I'm a little emo, you know? Yeah. I'm emo. I'm happy to see my friend. Very happy, but we did. We had a good one, you oh. know? We, we had a great time last night. It just, what did you I say? We like, put it on? We, we tied one on. Tied one on. We yeah. tied one on. We tied one on. Road hard, put away wet. Honestly. Honestly. My walk home was a little tipsy turvy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was a little like that boot just got caught in a crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse than a boot in a crate, though. Like uh-huh. the, the subway grates, yes, crates, whatever they're. just get stuck. Fuck. You're fucked. Uh huh. You're done. And then you're the, done. the heat and the smell. Oh, I, I literally assaulted, physically assaulted the mini bar when I got back to the room. Why? What did you? Salted cashews. Ooh, and then I hit nice. a peanut MM. I had a barbecue chip. Why? I didn't need it. We were stuffed from dinner. But if you have me ripping tequila shots, I need a sweet and salty treat. Yeah, you just need a drunk snack. I need a drunk snack. Yeah. Luckily, I was like, I was good. I just like passed out. Okay, good. You know, I like took, I had a sip of water and passed out. But you know, we haven't really, I mean, I haven't even seen you in months. And it's just like getting back to those old roots of just Mm -hmm. not caring. And I don't know. What is it? Is it the fall? Is it the season changing? It's comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I had a good friend in town last week, and I was like, whoa, I drank a lot this weekend. And I've been trying to, like, tone it down because I'm really tired. And I was like, but when you're with people you're comfortable with, you're like, oh, what's another? We're having a good time. But what is it that that we're both going through emotionally where we feel like we're at this point where it's either all or nothing? Because you and I have been that way with everything in our yeah. life. Like, I don't, I'm either, I'm either, I'm just an all or nothing kind of guy. I am. I'm zero to 100. Yeah, always. Yeah. I was talking to my friend the other day, and they're like, I'm, like, not that quick with stuff. And I'm like, why? She's, what do you mean they're not quick? Well, it was about a sexual thing that they were saying, and they, like, had watched something. And I was like, you should try that with this guy you're yeah. seeing. And they were like, that's, like, zero to 100. And I'm like, what's wrong with going fast? Oh. You know? What's wrong with yeah, just diving like, right in? Slapping yourself with a, a dong in the face. You know what I mean? What is, what just is, what's wrong with a salad squirt? You know oh, what I mean? salad squirt. Can I tell you? Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I had to Google how to squirt, and I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I Googled it. I, I, you know, I've seen enough porn. The people yeah, squirt. but all those, a I've, lot, there's articles about porn stars who say that most of the times it's pee. They say, no, wait, I think 90% of it is. Pee. I don't think it's. I don't, if it's a liquid. Um, I, I don't know what, it could, listen, if I'm going to learn how to squirt though, 
I think that Jeff would prefer to be green goddess dressing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, you know, it, that's the thing too. Getting back behind the sticks. <laughs> it's hard. Everyone's like, do you do this? You know, oh, you, she's a squirter. How? So I, I don't know. I've tried to figure it out. Why are we always talking about squirting together? I don't, I don't know. know. The last time I was on here, I was like, oh, I'm hurting for a squirt. I'm hurting for I, a squirt. <laughs> then I really hit it hard in New York. And then my friend's mom was like, listen to the pod. And I was like, do not let your mom I, listen to the pod. I get so absolutely uncomfortable when I have anybody of an older, when any boomer who comes up to me and they're like, love the episodes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember what I said last week, but I know it was something inappropriate. Yeah. But you know what? That's also us not giving enough credit to an older generation yeah. who also they used to get the freak the nasty. Way yeah, they got their freak nasty on. You know what I mean? Playboy existed because of their generation. Listen, my mom was texting me last night. She loves James Spader. She loves Blacklist. And my sister and I were in a group text, and my mom's like, I, I she was upset about something that happened on Blacklist, and I was like, this is my mom's porn. And then you asked me, do you think your mom watches porn? I go, I know she's still sexual. Because when I got a gift box of all these sex toys, she was the first one to unbox that shit. Uh-huh. And there were a couple things missing when I went through the checklist. And it was pillaged. Pillaged. That box was pillaged. She did think a butt plug was a like a cork saver for a wine bottle. She had no idea what that was. Well, that's that's okay. And that's okay. And no, I said, you know what? A, she's not a gay man and she's probably not into butt stuff. Yeah. I, I do think, you know, she yeah. said, oh, that's so nice. They sent you a bunch of vibrators, but then they also sent you a wine cork. She thought it was a wine cork. You know, like, take your wine to go. Take it to the park. Honestly, you guys love a to-go drink. I mean, I love a to-go drink, but you guys are like, when I was in Atlanta, we really had to-go drinks. Oh, everywhere. You know? Open container. <laughs> is it, it open container state? No, it's not. No, we are <laughs> riding fucking dirty. We're you know, like those rappers who like take the freaking like party buses and three hours late and they're just like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Rick Ross. When uh-huh. He showed up to this golf tournament I played in and he opened the bus doors. He showed up in like a giant Mercedes Sprinter van. That's how I want to travel. That's how I want to travel. He opened the doors. It was just him and like a buddy. And it was so hot box. It was like a scene from a, like a video. Like there's just yeah. steam. Old school MTV. Yes. Ooh, and here I am time. pulling up in an Audi thinking I'm something. You know what? Come People on. judge Sprinter vans, but it's honestly comfy. And did you know they're not that expensive? Really? A Mercedes Sprinter van starts at like 30000 Now, obviously, if you gut it in the inside. Yeah, and then you make it all nice. That's, the where, that, that's seats, where the money comes that's in. That's where the money comes in. I know. In. I told you. Remember I sent you that article of Justin Bieber's tour van? I'm like, when are we doing this? And you were like. No, because honestly. Remember, how fun would that be, though? I mean, a tour van would be great. I but, mean, I'm the Penny Lane. Okay. Yes, you are. Uh-huh. You're Russell, the golden god. Yes. But we don't fuck. But we don't fuck. But we're the best time. But if we start doing lace drugs in New York, we might start fucking. <laughs> Oh, my God. What else were we laughing about? Um, we just, we say inappropriate things together. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because we know our audience. And our, together, we yeah. can say whatever we want. And that's the thing, right? I was telling these listeners earlier, I've been in my head about creative stuff. And I just kind of fucking ripped the Band-Aid off and literally let it ooze. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Creatively, ooze. <laughs> Squirt. What is going on? I, I haven't had sex with my husband in a week, so I think oh, that's where we're at. That's all. This is how far we're going. Can I tell you what I did? So Daniel, there was the, the Formula One race this weekend. I saw the yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Rick, who's just Daniel Ricardo, is just this great driver. Oh, you call him Danny Rick now? You I guys, call him Danny you guys Rick. Are, you guys are. Yeah, we're tight. No, he has no idea who I am. Uh-huh. I commented his whole thing is like when he's been in Austin, he's wearing a cowboy hat, and I kept telling all the women in Austin, I'm like, listen, I don't know if this guy has a girlfriend. I'm also a married man, but I can't married man married. <laughs> <laughs> On today's podcast. On today's podcast. Female comedian Heather McMahon revealed that she's, in fact, a man. A man. I kept telling the women of Austin, I was like, listen, y'all know the assignment. Go get him for us. Somebody 
Yeah. Fuck him. Report back just so I can live in my fantasy. Yes. And today, and my husband like knows. I'm just like, babe, I just need you to know I'm DMing Daniel Ricardo for the fifth time. He's like, good luck if he gets back to you. Like, I thought the blue check would help me a little bit. So today he posted a photo of him on the racetrack with a cowboy hat on. And I just said, save a horse, ride a cowboy with like, like a tongue, uh-huh. like an emoji, uh-huh. a tongue hanging out. I haven't, I, he hasn't liked it back. <laughs> I always wonder who those people are. Cause when you like go on Instagram and you like the eggplant emoji and like the people yeah. who like wreck me. And I'm like, who does this? And also the fact of the matter is, this is a very public profile. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, this is inappropriate for me to say these things. If Jeff was like commenting on, I don't know, some sort of Sports Illustrated model and was like, I would like, I'm going to come sit on this mustache, baby. I would murder him. Yeah, 100%. We'd run him over with a car. Yeah. And then back back up. But for some it. reason, it's okay for me. Freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. You know what, though? It's uh, this is That's feminism. That, you know what I mean? Amen. Because men have been saying whatever they want forever. And now I'm going to. I'm here for the sexualization of men. Yes. This is the fourth wave of. Feminism. I was walking down the street and I did have somebody cat call me today and I felt good. Oh, good. When, yeah. you, the, when you were dressed like this, Always. not like earlier. Yeah, I walked out of the, the hotel and he was. this guy goes, damn, mommy. And I was like, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> I could have used my DHM detox last night and I'm pissed. I'm pissed that I didn't have it. I forgot it back at the hotel. What did I do? I had a, too many glasses of wine. But if I had my DHM detox and would have taken it, you know, two pills, pop, pop them in the mouth. As I'm having my glass of Chardonnay, my first glass, I wouldn't feel like the death that I feel like today. You know them, you love them. Hey, you've been using them forever. It's DHM Detox, one of my favorite things on the market. It's a vegan herbal supplement that's packed with antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, and liver protectants to help fight off that awful next day. I am kicking myself, okay? I could jump in front of a bus right now. I am so angry that I did not take my DHM Detox last night because if I did, I wouldn't be in this situation. Here's the thing. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. Forget the brain fog and that gross next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. If you're not on the DHM detox train, you're truly missing out. I take these little packets with me when I'm on the road, absolutely everywhere, when I'm touring, all of the things. And now, like a little dumbass bitch, I forgot them last night, and now I'm hurting. Here's the thing. Um, I've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. And try DHM Detox risk-free. They're also available now on GoPuff. So that means delivery to your house, a party, the bar, anywhere else in 30 minutes or less. Just head over to the GoPuff app and search No Days Wasted. Trust me, you'll want them. You'll need them. Thank me later, bitch. I got you. And I'm going to go back to my hotel and take two now. Because you know what I'm going to do? Have a little hair of the dog and keep going. Again, one of my favorite sponsors ever, the podcast. That is nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. And try DHMD Talks risk-free. So how's the Dirty Shirley? Now that we're transitioning to fall, are we still drinking Dirty Shirley's or is that more of a summer cocktail? So I definitely think it's more of a summer cocktail. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Again, I'm a know your audience guy. I'm not going, the bar we're going to tonight, I'm not ordering a Dirty Shirley. Like that's a craft cocktail place. Like we're having blue Negronis. You know what I mean? Ooh, what's a blue Negroni? You you just wait and see. It's going to put us on our ass or get us on or whatever it is. Great. (laughs) I want to be on or, or off or 
squirting, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, no, so Dirty Charlie was definitely a summer drink. It was definitely like a warehouse drink. Okay. Because it's like, a, it's definitely a drink you get in a red solo cup. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the bars I was going to where they serve drinks in red solo. Got it, got it. You know? Uh-huh. But I still love a Dirty Shirley and I still, jury's out and whether or not that maybe one of the costumes for Halloween. I just, the fucking supply chain. I'm fucked for Halloween. I'm, absolutely fucked. This is my first gay Halloween in New York. Um, it's like, this is my Olympic moment. I yeah. fucking made it. I survived the summer. I yeah. didn't jump off the fucking Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. I had to just get to fall. Back when I could like be comfortable and be in coats when people were like, oh my God, you look so good because I'm in a fucking coat. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the fucking supply chain is throwing off my Halloween costumes. I hear you. I know about the supply chain. And I think we need to get back to our roots, which is being grateful. Again, staying in our lane. You know, getting behind the sticks and just getting back to the core of who we are. Should I go be a bartender? I Ray, I told you, you could fucking go work with Crystal and kill it. I know. I could make really good cash because I'm a good time. I can talk to anybody. Also, it's a great job. I had so much fun. I couldn't go back to serving tables. That was like gnarly. But but bartending is a lot of fun. Yeah. I've also think I've been... I don't even want to do that. I'll tell you later. Okay, tell me. About another career pivot situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... A lot of my friends, I've told a couple of people, and they're like, Mm-mm. they're like, don't do that. You're butt plug model. <laughs> no, but I'm glad that you're letting people know I have a beautiful asshole. Yeah, yeah. I've been asking for photos of Ray's asshole for a while, and, he and I said send this is an episode of the other two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great show, by the way. Did you but, watch that episode? Yes, of course. But he was like, I need you to deal with my BH. Yes, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It's fan- it's fantastic. Chris, Chris Kelly and Sh- Sarah Schneider wrote and produced the show, and they're, they used to be the head writers for SNL. So yeah, you know, it's phenomenal. Also, shout out to Saturday Night Live. The new writers are great. Everything's great. I'm just very happy with what they're doing right now. Yeah. You know, they haven't asked me to come on and join, but you know what? Bitter party of one. Manifesting party of one. Manifesting party of one. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. All right, Ray. Well, I'm just glad because, you know, even at my meet and greets at the shows, the number one thing is everyone's like, how's Ray? When are you going to see Ray? Is Ray okay? And I just thought we needed to come and do a wellness yeah. update. Ray's okay. But here's the thing. It's like, I am okay. Here's the thing. And you know this about me. I've, this is, I'm on the Ramona coaster. Yes. Okay. I am I'm on that fucking ride. But I've never publicly talked about whether or not I'm okay. Okay, got it. You know, I've always been more of like, when I'm going through stuff, I'm just like blanket silence, like whatever. But I'm like, this city is fucking hard. Yeah. And everyone sees people crying on the streets. And I'm like losing my shit on the street and people, no one says anything. And I'm like. Yeah. And I like, when I see somebody crying, I'm like. You good? You good? You need a hug? Yeah. Well, not a hug because COVID. But I'm just like. Yeah. Can I give you a sig? Like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? A sympathy sig. Yeah. A yeah. Sympathy sig. I, mean, I love like, a sympathy sig. And a drunk sig. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And a travel sig. And a travel sig and a vacation sig. <laughs> I act like I'm a smoker. I'm not. We're not. But I told you when I was in Venice, I met, you know, I had a vacation. I had a vacation couple. We, we made some vacation friends. Uh-huh. I was ripping packs. Mortified. Jeff's like, I've never seen you smoke like this. I was like, get the fuck away from me. I have. Back yeah. in our old days. Our, our old days. heyday of. Yeah, our heydays. We're hanging we used, out on the Sunset Boulevard. We used to do six soul cycle classes. We had the BMI of a young iguana. And then we would just smoke <laughs> cigs and drink Bud Lights. Like, it was nothing. Nothing. We and, would be scamming. We were scammers. Scammers. We were scamming food, booze, drugs. Uh-huh. The whole nine. And now. We were secretly living in our friend's parents' house. And they had no idea. They had no idea. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren. Actually, we were living in her parents' house in Bel Air, and her parents had no idea. I literally had like a checked luggage with me at all times. A Uh checked sized luggage with me, and they had no clue. They had no clue. No clue. And now we're in New York. 
And I can't fit a check-sized luggage through my front door. And that's where we're at. But you know what? I'm just so glad that we're going to get through this together. Yeah, and I got you. I got your back. You got my back. Always. OGs. Yeah. And I'm glad that we could just bring the people, you know, what they want, which is a wellness update on uh, Ray. Yeah. So, so the update is… He's on well, but… Still going. Yeah. And if you're a good person in New York and you're, I mean this genuinely, you know, it's hard to make friends with you. You're an adult, but if you're a good person with a good soul, you love the Lord, and maybe you like to throw back a couple Dirty Shirley's, reach out to Ray. He's in the village. Yeah. Especially if you, well, and Dirty Shirley, but more specifically, a martini and a cheeseburger. Oh, That's yes. like my go-to friend meetup. I'm like, do you want to go get a cheeseburger and drink a martini? That sounds so good. That's like my MO. I have one friend that I got set up with who's like, that is their steez. And I'm like, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be best friends. We're going to be best friends. And we're also calling Crystal, the bartender, because she would fucking rocked and she deserved it. Also, should I just like do a bar crawl for people and see if they can hang? Am I responsible if I do that for people? What if you did like a meetup thing where people like, but you did the bar crawl, but you like hosted it. That's what I'm saying. And then you could meet people that way. Yeah. But it's like, that could be really fucking fun. I know. It could be a wild time. And we can see there are two types of people in this world. Which are what? (laughs) People who go on bar crawls and people who don't. So like responsible people and Uh, alcoholics. uh, Uh Uh-huh. Those that entertain and Uh those that observe. Oh. I know what I am. Uh huh. It's a Britney lyric. Squirting. <laughs> so, okay, the amount well, of, uh, amount of heterosexual to. squirting we're talking about I'm is sorry. nearly a hate crime to my homosexuality. And I came here to live my fucking gay truth. Okay, I, you know what? I'm sick and fucking tired of the hate crimes because, first of all, you squirt every time you ejaculate. But you I, squirt. So yes. why are you? That's actually a hate crime. But that's I'm not, not talking, feminist I'm to not me. I'm not talking to you about cream pieing some other fucking homo. That's a different word. It doesn't matter. Okay, you get to ejaculate wherever you want, whenever you want. And now when it's consensual. I'm, and I'm oppressed because I'm trying to have something shoot out of my vagina. No, I'm not oppressing you. I'm just saying that my ears are being oppressed by the heterosexuality in this room. You know what I mean? Okay, this but my ears are being oppressed. No, no, fuck, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. For homos. Yeah, me. Yeah, and guess what? It's a safe space for I'm women. Who are, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a safe space for women who are trying to also ejaculate. So you know what? Fuck you. There's nobody that loves a crazy white bitch more than a homo. Yeah. So and then- there's nobody who loves a homo more than a crazy white bitch. <laughs> so you take your words back. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wellness update on Raymond Padilla. You just watched me be silenced by a white woman. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> I'm gonna, And now I will murder him by stabbing him in the neck. Tonight's drinks is going to get extra saucy. Pray for us. This fucker. I can't. Wow. Way to come on my podcast and try and throw a hate crime towards me. Ladies, you heard it here first. Ray doesn't want to see a squirt. So everybody, send him a titty pic tonight in the DMs. <laughs> Please, if you care, send him a titty pic just to fuck with him. All right. Anyways, love you, mean it. We're going to head to the bar. And as always, you can get tickets to Heather on tour.com. Oh, my God. I am so excited to be getting back on the road. I got a couple days off, and then I'll see you. We've got Durham, Richmond. We have New York, Boston. New York and Boston are I'm pretty sure all sold out. I'll be there. And yeah, Ray will be there at every show. Side note too, if you can't come to the shows, instead of DMing me, like if you're like, hey, something came up, I got to sell the tickets. These shows are majorly sold out. Go on the Heather 911 Facebook group and sell them there. Because I don't always see the DMs. So that's- Yeah, because they disappear after like a Yeah, couple. they disappear. And she, girl, she's getting too many. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, so you know what I mean? Just sell them, yeah. Yeah, sell them so somebody else can come. Because I, I want, I they're sold out. I want people who want to yeah, come. Yeah, and- well, I saw that like the other day. Someone's like, I'm giving them away because I'm sick or something. Yeah. That was freaking awesome. That's great. We love that. That's charity. That's charity. And we're we're we very working fil- on our charity. We're philanthropic, but we're still working you on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Satchels of gold. Maybe I'll start a charity for women who are oppressed by their gay friends that don't want to hear them talking about the trials of squirting. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giggling with us. And hey, stay true to yourself. 
Get your labia to the lobby and do you. All right. Love you. Arrivederci. Ciao, Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>